0: strategies and interviews that will accelerate your
1: personal and business success. And now here's your host Dr Jo North. Hello and welcome to the show. It's so good to be with you. This week's show is all about practical things that you can do to plan and deliver a really awesome business strategy workshop. And it's really important to get everybody engaged, thinking differently. So I'll share some ideas about how you can do that along the way, because I have literally facilitated thousands of people in business strategy workshops right across the world in all sorts of sectors, in organisations, large and small. And I'm really looking forward to hearing your comments, your questions and everything else is going to be a really good show I think probably business strategy sessions are one of the most frequent, important, necessary things that we do. And it's important because the world around us is always changing and therefore businesses need to stay agile and really make sure that they're, you know, ahead of the curve and in line with where the market's going and, and making sure that really their strategies stay relevant. So. I've run business strategy workshops all over the world for businesses of all sizes. So I work internationally, I do them remotely, online as well as in person and also hybrid sessions as well. And hybrid means obviously where you've got people in the room physically present and you've also got people who are virtual as well. So a mix of delegates. As I say, a wide variety of sectors, commercial, not-for-profits, public sector organisations as well. So when I'm talking about business, then I mean that in the broadest context as well. And, you know, despite the differences of all those different sectors and sizes and, you know, reasons for for being in existence, there are lots of similarities between the processes that these organisations need to go through. So I'm going to share that with you and you can adapt this and hopefully use it in your own sessions Maybe you've also got your own practice or business as well, and you might want to use some of these techniques to help you with your own business strategy. So lots to get through. It's a a good one uh, today. We're going to be covering what is business strategy and who is it for? and i'm going to start off with that actually because business strategy is really just an overarching plan and it's for anyone who has an organization whether it's just them on their own or whether it's a huge multinational organization we all need a strategy and the world is changing all the time as i said earlier so because the world is changing all the time it's really important that we revisit strategy frequently to make sure it's on course and adjust where necessary because A lot of the plans, the detailed plans won't play out over time, but the direction hopefully will. And it's necessary for us to look around and see where we need to be and and make those changes accordingly. So we all need a business strategy and it's for everyone. And the objectives of a business strategy session are really for the organization, for the team to think about what's going on in the world outside and in relation to the organization, vision, mission, and values. Where does that organization want to be in relation to the world around it? How does it want to compete or how does it want to deliver value? How does it want to achieve its purpose? And then from that, really realign with the customer element of things. So who are they serving? You know, Who's the organization serving? Um, how have those customers' needs changed? how have any competitors' activities changed over time as well? So it's really about setting that long-term view. It really depends on the industry that you're in. So nuclear sector, utilities, really long-range planning. If you've got a small business, it might be much shorter in terms of your planning cycle, maybe a year or two ahead maximum. It It really depends, possibly five. So the objectives are really to... Outline what that long range plan looks like, given the latest pieces of information and insight and thinking from the team within the business. We're going to cover how to design a business strategy process. I'm going to give you some ideas for activities that you can do with delegates because it's really important that people step back from the day to day and think differently, you know, and think strategically. So they're really raising the level of thinking, you know, having more of that helicopter airplane view. Uh, rather than being in the business so what we want them to do is just lift their eyes up and look around a little bit more than they might do on the day to day and i'll share with you how all of this fits together so it's really packed there's loads of value here and I'm going to share all the experience that I've got in this as much as I can in the time that we've got together and I'm super happy. I'd be delighted to answer your questions and comments as we go and I've had some in advance of the show as well so I'm going to pick up some of those on the way through because here is a big opportunity. The world has never been in the place it's in today and that's always the case because things are always changing. And I think we're seeing so much change at the moment and unprecedented change, really. We have post-COVID recovery, and we're trying to sort of work out our way through that as organisations and think through what next, what does the future hold, and how we need to change what we do in the light of that. There's also how we're realigning for climate change. So we have uh, existing organisations thinking about how they can do things cleaner, better, net zero, decarbonisation, and we have smaller organisations who are probably starting up with a completely fresh approach to, to climate change, to the circular economy and all of those things too. So that's a really dynamic environment as well. And then we've got technology on top of all of that and the rate of pace of technological change and also the availability of technology means that, that things are changing there too. So you've got all of these factors plus the social change that we get that all of these things bring as well. And that means the choices that people make, how they behave, what they choose to purchase and how they align what they do with their own values that's moving as well. So we're seeing so much change around us. This is a big opportunity. I actually think we're in quite a momentous time in history that when we look back, it will be, well, remember that. So this is a big opportunity and we can really help organisations steer their way through that by helping them think through their business strategy and how they're going to be moving forward. And businesses do need a strategy. And this is the problem is that sometimes organizations think well do we really need a strategy because what's going to happen in the future you know we can predict something and it probably won't happen something different will happen we've seen so much change but the thing is it's about the the planning process the strategic process that is really really useful and it's about having a direction it's about knowing where the organization wants to be so that it can build appropriate plans that it can then flex and change and be agile with on its journey there. And the problem is, is that so many leadership teams are in the day-to-day, they're firefighting, they're delivering the day job, and it's really important that we, as facilitators, help them to step back and take a fresh look and also think more creatively and get out of the usual mindset. So the problem is, is how to do that. Usually we have a limited amount of time, but it's a great problem to have because out at the end comes clarity that can be shared with the rest of the organisation. Plans can be put in place and the organisation can build its resilience and its success around the plans that are created. So all of this starts before the actual strategy session before the business workshop. So of course the objectives, thinking about where the organization is at in its development, in its growth, in its life cycle, in its seasons, all of those things. So you'll need to really take the individual circumstances of every organization into account when you are planning and delivering your business strategy workshop. And one of the things i quite like to do is having established the objectives with the clients with the colleagues who are having who've asked for their business strategy workshop is to get ready and think about what do people need to know what pre-work is needed what information and inputs are needed into the strategy session why are all those inputs needed who can deliver them who can provide them when do we need to get them and where from and think about any data or info that needs to be shared And hopefully that delegates can process in advance of the strategy workshop itself so they can come having done some groundwork. That's really useful. So prepare, do the groundwork, because it's better to do that than to be in the session and be missing a key piece of information that could have been provided earlier on if somebody had thought about it. So make sure you do that piece of work. And then we're into the solution of actually delivering and designing the workshop itself. And I have a workshop journey that really works for any sort of workshop, whether it's a business strategy workshop or some other kind of workshop, which is a welcome and a warm up, um, thinking about where the team wants to be and why and getting them to think about that, thinking about where they are now and why they are where they are now. Then onto ideation. So what ideas do they have to get from where they are now to where they want to be? Selecting the ideas, focusing down, developing them, creating an action plan, and then getting ready to move forward. And it's the same structure for a business strategy workshop. The only thing I would do is is do some very specific pieces because in terms of the where do you want to be and why elements of the workshop journey, It's important to take the external environment and what's going on outside the organization into account. And it's really important that they don't just look super introspectively at what they're doing and where they want to be. But they look bigger, wider, further and uh, to the world outside the trends and also customers and competitors as well. So the same journey applies, I would just make it super specific and I'll show you how I do that. So there are lots of different icebreakers and energizers and things that you can do to warm people up. I've got some great blogs about that on the bigbangpartnership.co.uk website, so check those out. And the starting place is, once the welcome and warm-up is done, is I ask people to do some horizon scanning. And what horizon scanning means It's about looking forward, it's projecting forward, it's reading the signals of today's trends and seeing how they might evolve going forward. And we're thinking about things that are significant and thinking quite broadly here. When I'm working online, I ask delegates to do a virtual whiteboard in a tool such as Miro. Miro is my favourite virtual whiteboard tool. And... Just create an image with sticky notes for the things they think are going on in the future that will affect the organisation's strategy. If I'm doing things in person, I actually like to bring the latest newspapers or maybe ask my delegates to get newspapers in advance and find things that they think are going to be relevant to the company's strategy from outside and bring those along. And I'll ask them to do an activity in small groups, in breakout groups, which is to look at the opportunities and challenges for the business between now and whatever point in time is appropriate for that organization. So let's say between now and the end of 2021 and 2022 and 2025, but that depends on who's there. And really create a picture of this, get some notes ready and ready to feedback the headlines. So in this activity, they're really focusing on the outside world. Nothing to do with their business, only thinking about the potential impact on the business, but really researching, looking outwards and looking beyond the organisation itself. And then it's really a check-in with the vision, mission and values. So given the vision, mission and values that the organisation has, once we've done the horizon scanning piece, I'll ask them to say how that relates to where they are right now in terms of where do they see their place in the world amongst all of those things that are going on in the world outside where do they see their purpose their fit their place really their contribution if an organization doesn't have vision mission and values there is a blog there that i've created for you it's bigbangpartnership.co.uk slash facilitation ideas for mission vision values And it really is packed full of a full agenda of how to run a workshop that will deliver that for you. So having established what's going on in the outside world and how that might impact the organization, the next stage of the business strategy workshop is to say, okay, given our vision, mission and values, where do we want to be? And how does that relate to us? Okay, so the next activity is to get them to think about, where they'd like to be as an organization. So asking delegates to consider what might a great future be like, you know, within the context of their vision, mission values and and what's going on in the world. And a really simple but super effective exercise is to ask them to do the Wi-Fi activity. I call it the Wi-Fi and it's because it stands for, wouldn't it be fantastic if? And simply ask delegates to complete that phrase as many times as they can for things that they could make happen. So not, you know, wouldn't it be fantastic if Trump was re-elected or wouldn't it be fantastic if Trump wasn't re-elected, depending on your point of view, but things that they can actually bring about. You know, it might take some hard work, but they could potentially bring them about themselves and get as many of those wouldn't it be fantastic if items out as possible. And then I ask them to go and select the top ones. So we're really starting to envision where this strategy could be, where the organization wants to go. I use Wouldn't It Be Fantastic If? because it's all about possibility. It's about imagination. It gives people the freedom and the permission to think differently and to stretch themselves and to dream a little bit as well. So really, really effective technique. And I do recommend that you use it. So, so far then, we've got looking at the world outside, what are those trends that are likely to impact on the organisation? How does that relate to the organisation's vision, mission and values and the purpose? And starting to explore the relationship between the two and then starting to get more specific on the strategic element with wouldn't it be fantastic if. And delegates share their wouldn't it be fantastic ifs and together we get some core ones that everybody signs up to. We're then on to exploring. We're still on the outside world here and the organization's relationship with the outside world. We're now thinking about customers and in relation to what we've just done before, how a customer's needs changing because we're all here to serve a customer or customers somewhere. And I'm defining customers in the loosest possible sense. We do something for somebody else that somebody else is our customer and their wants and needs are changing all the time. So making sure that we're still really specific about who the organisation's customers are, that the segmentation is in place and inviting some of those targeted customers to come in perhaps and give some lightning talks about how their needs have changed, about what they're looking for going forward, about how well or not the organization is serving them. And I will actually work with the organization to invite a selected number of customers in to give different perspectives and do something that I call a lightning talk. And a lightning talk is designed to really light things up It's fast, it's punchy, but it's packed with value and it's there to get all the ideas sparked and get the delegates really thinking and out of their perspective of leaders running the business and into the customer's minds and into the customer's shoes a little bit. So I'll often bring in customers at this stage, invite them in, they'll share their thoughts and experiences and that will give the delegates, the leadership teams, some really good insights to work with. If this is a really small business and maybe you want to do this for your business and you're thinking, oh, how might I do that? But it's only me. I'm a solopreneur. And what you can do is you can just contact some customers and have some phone conversations with them and get some input from them and feed that into your own strategy process too. We'll also look at the products or services that the organisation is providing and I'll ask them to plot out where they are in their life cycle. Are they in a growth phase? Are there some things that are declining? And this is really important because it's about thinking through what's working, what's growing, what to get behind, and actually what needs another growth curve starting Or what actually is better to turn off or let go in order for resources to be directed somewhere else. But actually, one of the other reasons why we're doing this at this point in the business strategy workshop agenda is... To really think about well, this tells us something about customers' behaviour. It tells us something about what customers want, what they're enjoying, what they're benefiting from, and also what isn't so popular and why. And we can either do this using a product life cycle or maybe the Boston Consulting Group Matrix, which you may have heard of and come across before. These are two very classic models: the product life cycle and the Boston Consulting Group matrix. And With the Boston Consulting Group Matrix, we're looking at what products or services are really just not going anywhere, probably costing more money than they're worth to keep offering. And they're classed as dogs. The products which aren't growing a lot, but are bringing in really nice, steady, profitable income, they're the cash cows. And we want to keep those going and make sure that we're making the most of those and maybe starting a new growth curve. For some of those too. A question mark is where we're doing something and we don't know if it's going to fail or if it's going to succeed. So we either need to decide to get behind it, leave it a bit longer, or maybe you know put it to one side and focus on something else instead. And the stars are those fast growing products or services. They might not be selling a huge amount of volume yet, but they're showing some really fantastic promise. So mapping that sort of thing out as well helps the leadership team to identify where the priorities might be, as well as really understanding where consumers are going, where or business-to-business customers are going with their choices. And then on to competition. Sometimes I'll do competition first, and then I'll look at customers. But most often, I'll look at customers with the leadership team before I move on to looking at competition. Because I think, you know, the strategy needs to be Very, very, very customer focused because if customers don't get value from it, if customers don't understand it, if it's not relevant to customers, then the strategy just isn't going to succeed. So that's a really important reason for doing that first. And then moving on to look at the competition in relation to what customers' needs are and how customers' needs have changed. And I look at competition with delegates from the perspective of really understanding how well competitors are serving customers and how well competitors are showing that they might be serving customers going forward. So it's really from that learning perspective. And I asked them to plot out how well competitors are performing versus themselves, give it a score using a visual template such as this. I like to provide lots of different canvases and so on. And then we bring it in, we start to Converge. so we've been quite divergent and now we're being quite convergent and at this point i'll ask delegates to do a SOAR analysis that's s-o-a-r and that stands for strengths opportunities aspirations and results and if you've listened to previous shows and you've read the blog that i've done on appreciative inquiry for facilitators do have a look at that because SOAR analysis is from the School of Appreciative Inquiry, which means that our attention goes where we focus most, our efforts go where we focus most. And if we focus on strengths and doing the right things that work, then that can really help us. So I'll ask the leadership team to think about where are the strengths? What are the organization's greatest assets? These could be things like people, money, the brand, ways of working, products, services, network, supply chain, and many, many more things. I asked them to think about and write down what are the key opportunities and opportunities are coming from the outside world from the earlier horizon scanning activity, but also anything that is a weakness internally can be converted into a strength internally so that could be an opportunity for growth. They'll map out and consolidate their aspirations from the Wouldn't It Be Fantastic If activity and identify the measurable results that they want their strategy to achieve. So this is bringing everything together, pulling down, drawing down from the resources, from all the activities that the leadership team has done so far and pulling them into one place to create this consolidated SOAR analysis. And all of this, you can do in person on flip charts and you can do it virtually on a, a shared whiteboard as well. So it works online and it works in person too. And then it's about really thinking, well, okay, so this is where we want to be. This is where we are. And this is what we've got to work with from the saw. How are we going to do that and how are we going to create that competitive differentiation? There are so many different tools that I'll use for this. One really good go-to tool out of all of those is the Four Actions Framework from uh, the Blue Ocean Strategy suite of tools. Have a look at blueoceanstrategy.com and there's also a great book called Blue Ocean Strategy. So check those out if you've not seen those before. But this bit is really about asking the team to think about what could they eliminate from their business, from their products and services that... All their competition are offering that the customer doesn't value and what could they reduce? So eliminate means remove completely, of course. Reduce means still do, but do less of it. And that's important from a cost-saving point of view, from a customer proposition perspective. So, you know, we take away things that can cost time and money and inconvenience, either for the business or the customer or both. yeah. But the idea is is that you do it without impacting negatively what the customer experiences. What can you raise? So what can you do better than your competition? And what could you create? What can you offer as well that would be of value to your customer that the competition aren't offering right now? So eliminate, raise, reduce, create. And those prompts, they sound very simple questions. And again, these simple questions are really fantastic at prompting great strategic thinking. So some conversation around then how to get that competitive differentiation that's really going to set the strategy apart and set the proposition apart from all the rest to help the organisation be successful. We get lots of ideas from that, which we prioritise. Lots of ways of prioritising. Looking at the impact versus the effort is a really quick way of prioritising. There are some more complex ways as well. Again, check out the blog because I've got articles on how to do all of these things individually and go into depth on those. And then what's left is to create An action plan, we know how to do an action plan. What's the action, who's going to do it and when does it need to be done by with a really clear roadmap? Because I want everybody to leave that business strategy workshop being super clear in terms of where the organisation's heading, what that means for customers, where the competitive differentiation is going to come from and what the organisation needs to put in place and start doing in order to make that happen with a clear segue into actually getting there. I hope you enjoyed that. And as always, there's loads of free resources on the big bang website so bigbangpartnership.co.uk slash resources go over there and fill your boots there's there's lots of things that will help you and check out the blog as well because the blog is really rich in all sorts of resources that I create because I want to help you you do an amazing job and uh, I love this community of facilitators and, and how we all support each other so that's it from me today I'm looking forward to hearing from you and until next time I'll see you soon
0: Thank you for tuning in to the Idea Time Show, brought to you by Dr Joe North. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and access more completely free resources at bigbangpartnership.co.uk forward slash resources. We'll see you next time.